Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Capital Dolting Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gardner. Excited to be back with you. I know I've been a little bit off kind of my normal weekly schedule over the last month or so, but hopefully, um, you know, taking care of some things uh, on the side here. So hopefully I'll be back on track, back to the weekly episodes, and, you know, certainly always excited to, to bring a new topic up and to hopefully spawn a new conversation. So appreciate you all sticking with me and for joining for another episode. Um, definitely stoked to talk about today's topic, um, which, as you can see by the title, we're going to be you know, focused on discussing side hustles, you know, kind of what they are, what, what are the benefits of them, um, what are some of the drawbacks or kind of the you know, misconceptions that like society as a whole kind of puts out there today. Um, and yeah, really how you know they can end up being life-changing for you. So I'm going to dive into all those, but I think first it's pertinent to just simply define really what a side hustle is. I mean, it's something that is so routinely discussed. I think it's become a buzzword really in kind of our, our culture today, whether you consider that you know just a U.S. thing or you know I'm not sure necessarily if it's a, a global phenomenon as well, but I feel like in a lot of circles in the U.S., everybody's like, yeah, like I'm always grinding, I'm on the side hustle and, and things like that. So, you know, you get, I think that, that becomes like a catch-all, like I said, a buzz, a buzzword, buzz term there for for a lot of different things. So, you know, I think starting off with a definition is, is a good way going about it. And really, you don't have to get too complex. I think it's, you know, it's better to stay kind of on the broad side when it relates to really what a side hustle is. I mean, I look at it as any sort of, you know, job, hobby, passion, task, anything that you're doing kind of beyond like the scope of your of your normal day to day, right? So whether you're, you know, working a regular job or just not necessarily even a nine to five, but you just have a steady job that works some kind of set hours, or you're, you know, you're taking classes, you're still a student, whether, you know, middle school, high school, college, grad programs, you know, whatever that might be. Anything that, you know, consumes the majority of your waking hours, I'd consider as your kind of your main, your main gig, you know, your main kind of uh, job in, in life. Um, and so I consider a side hustle really being anything that is beyond the purview of that. So, you know, whether it's making money, not making money, you're just doing something as a hobby, you're pursuing it as something more serious. I think that's all, you know, part of what a side hustle is. And you know, given that definition, it really is all encompassing. It can be anywhere from, hey, you're doing, you know, an MBA program at night to, you know, bolster your credentials or, you know, you're a student and you're working at, you know, a sandwich shop when you're not in class to help pay for school, pay down debt, save some money, you know, whatever it might be. That's generally kind of how I view, you know, what a side hustle is. Um, you know, everybody talks, I think, or at least in a lot of the kind of circles I follow and track nowadays, um, there's a lot of talk about side hustles and, you know, kind of the, the value of them. And I'm going to get into this a little bit later on, but there definitely are a lot of misconceptions and just um, almost call it like, uh, I don't want to call it like lies, but I think there's definitely some kind of egregious stretches of the truth or just really misconstruing kind of what a side hustle will get you in the end and how easy it is to get that. So, you know, I see a lot of things, again, I'll dive into a little bit later on, but a lot of it's, hey, 
do a side hustle, like do this side hustle and you're going to make all this money or like, oh yeah, you can just like pick it up and, and run with it. And then it's going to be, you're going to be the next multimillionaire. I think a lot of like, uh, um, what's the, the, the politically correct term, I guess, instead of pyramid scheme, like multi-level marketing, you know, things like that, where it's always, you know, try to get rich quick. It's so easy. Like here's free cash. And it's like, you just know none of that stuff's legitimate, but that kind of messaging has uh, kind of bled over into the side hustle arena. So we'll kind of dissect that a little bit later on. But, you know, there definitely are clear benefits to pursuing some kind of side hustle, you know, whether that's you're you know looking for supplemental income based on, you know, what you're making today. Like I said, maybe you're you're working a regular job, but, you know, you need making money on the side and the second job to help pay down debt or save money for some kind of large, you know, purchase, whatever that might be. Or, you know, you could be a student who's just, you know, looking for some subsistence income there. Um, another benefit besides the monetary side of side hustles is like the diversified work experience. Again, I think it applies to whether you're a student or an employee um, is, you know, say you work a nine to five tech job and then maybe you even just bartend a couple nights a week, something like that. I mean, that's very two very different work environments. You're working with different clientele. There's things like that where that's going to add value in kind of an in, in an intangible way, right? Like, sure, you work two jobs like that, you'll get a paycheck. That's great. But there's definitely learning lessons that you would pull from each job that are going to help you in the opposite role, as well as the whatever you pursue down the road. So I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't underestimate the value of that diversified experience there. And depending on what you do, it gives you a good opportunity to learn how to both succeed at something new and fail. You know, I think that's one of the best things about a side hustle is it gives you an opportunity to try out something new and you can really see, hey, is this something I enjoy? Is this something that like I can sustain doing? Um, or is this more of a, you know, I tested it out, tried it out. It was okay for a while, but you know, I think I'm gonna move on from here. So in general, when it comes to the you know the broad category of side hustles i personally like to divide it into two separate camps um, i just think it's important from you know from the onset for me at least to define you know like how do i view you know this new project i'm taking on and what do i want it to become right so my two different paths are you know you're taking on your side hustle with the intent of making money that's the primary goal or you're doing it for you know the pursuit of something you're passionate about you're trying something new you're you know trying to gain new experience where money's more of a you know if it comes great if it doesn't great right so those two paths i don't think are mutually exclusive right so you know if you pursue something that you know is designed to you know boost your income it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to hate it right certainly you can find something that you make some money at and really enjoy. And inversely, if you pursue something that you're passionate about, well, sure, there's always the potential to turn, you know, a passion project or, um, or a hobby into something, you know, that's going to benefit you financially. But I think it's important to define kind of what your priority is out of the gate there. Right? So, you know, if you have a goal of making money, that's, that's great. I'm definitely not knocking that. I think that's, a very it's a very prudent a very realistic approach but of course you know that changes kind of what you target with your 
extra time beyond you know what's committed to your main occupation right so if you're looking for the monetary side of things like more kind of what, what you'd picture for standard second jobs right you're bartending you're waiting tables you know maybe you're working the front desk at a gym or something like that right different you know basically kind of like not necessarily entry level because you could be doing consulting gigs or things like that but you know something that is that will you know out of the gate generate revenue for you right um and that's that's great um again kind of that having that additional income is an awesome way to you know further your financial goals so whether that is pay off your student debt pay off the car you know build up for a down payment on home things like that that's all awesome um i think the the thing to you know watch for that is you know, i mentioned how how i divide it making money versus pursuing something you're passionate about you know if money is a goal you, know, you might end up in a role that you're not super fired up about which is fine right if you're working you're doing a side job you know 10 15 hours a week then that makes it you know that's easier than trying to fight through a 40 hour a week job that you really don't enjoy right so it's all part again i think of setting good expectations having the right mindset going into it let's say you choose the other route right so you go for you're pursuing something that you're passionate about there's you know something you have a personal interest you want to gain new experience right really what's the kind of overarching goal there i think it's to derive some sort of personal satisfaction from whatever it is you're you know you're going after right so whatever you're picking up you want to figure out hey am i going to enjoy this is this something that i can do for fun do i feel like you know i'm adding value i can relax um you know whatever is going to make my life better essentially right you know i think this encompasses a lot of things um generally i, I kind of label it as more like entrepreneurial side so i mean for example like this podcast capital adulting as a whole is just you know it's a pure passion project for me i love talking personal finance i love talking to to younger folks and just helping them try to open open everyone's eyes up to you know the vast opportunity before them right because it to me it doesn't matter where you start there's always there's always room to grow you can always move upward and there's a lot of just very standard by the book nothing crazy moves that you can make to to make your life so much better it's to me like it, it pains me to know that there's folks who you know when they're 50 or 60 they're gonna wake up and realize wow i really just wasted i basically wasted my life and i got to this point in time and you know now there was so many opportunities that i let go by and you know now i'm in a hurt locker right so that's like again that's why i'm saying capital building for me is a passion project and you know it's yeah it's definitely like certainly not making any money from this probably won't ever make any money but to me like that's not that's not important right it's it's one of those where sure if it were if an opportunity presented itself cool but overall it's more for me just to continue to to learn new things right i'm doing research studying what i talk about um, and an opportunity to connect with folks that I wouldn't normally talk to and hopefully improve somebody's life out there. Um, you know, if, it's, if it makes a positive impact on one person, I definitely would consider that a win. But I think in general, if you go the route of, you know, more of the passion project side of things, money is definitely taking a back seat and just gives you a good opportunity to explore like, hey, is this, you know, an area that I want to continue developing myself in? 
and maybe expand kind of my skill set there. Um, so that's kind of how I picture mentally, you know, those you know, side hustles as a whole, right? Those those kind of you know somewhat divergent paths of pursuing, you know, the monetary side or the passion side. Um, and so my approach to you know when you're when you're thinking about, hey, do I want to pick up some kind of work outside of what I'm doing? I think it starts with you know planning ahead and thinking through what do you want and then like what do you need to right because there's also you know a very realistic case where a side hustle is a you know an income producing job to make ends meet right so maybe you you have your main job is maybe you're just like a student as I was saying earlier or say you're working a you know maybe you're working a 40-hour week job and it's building your resume, it's gonna put you in a position where five years from now, 10 years from now, like you're going to get in the job that you want, but in the meantime, you know, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna struggle financially, right? You're gonna have to figure out how to make it work. You know, I think, I think a good example of that is, you look at like the sports industry, right? With people trying to, you know, break into working within professional organizations. And it's like, yeah, you're gonna pick up a grunt work job and make almost no money and work crazy hours and things like that just to you know hopefully down the road is like work your way into you know more sustainable position so um prior to you know jumping into something think through like which path you want to take right um primarily like is money a requirement for for your life like do you absolutely have to have it or would it be a bonus right is it something where like i was saying if it happens great if it doesn't you know no worries there Another thing to consider too is, would that side hustle be, you know, like a like a temporary thing? You're talking about bartending for a semester, you know, to build up some savings before graduating, or, you know, maybe you're doing something a side job for a year to pay off your car, things like that, right? Is it? Do you have a kind of a set goal in mind where it's like once you reach that milestone, you're like, cool, great, done with it, and never looking back? Or would it be potentially something that you want to you know, build into something bigger? And I don't think you have to have this answered right out of the gate, right? Because let's say you do decide, hey, I really want to, you know, I want to do woodworking. I'm going to be really fired up about it, and like, hopefully, I can grow it into like my own like, you know, handcrafted, you know, wood furniture business. And then you get a couple months into it and realize, hey, you know, like it's fun, but I don't think I would want to do this for more than, you know, a couple hours a week or a few hours a month, right? It's just truly a hobby. That's totally fine. So, you like I said, you don't have to have this answered out, you know, off the bat. But I would consider it, right? Because this kind of leads into just thinking about what are your goals of the of your, you know, side hustle there. Um and then kind of the last question, or at least the last question that covers, I think, both of the paths that we talked about is, you know, how much time and energy can you commit to it? So inherently, by its name, you know, a side hustle is not your main job, right? It's not your main commitment, you know, whether that's your, you know, to, a, to your family, to school, to a job, right? Clearly, it's an indicator that this is something that you're doing beyond that. Right. So that means, you know, you're already you got to take out all the time and the energy that has to go towards your main occupation and then see what you have left um, and kind of leverage it from there. 
right so be really be realistic with yourself here and, and understand like hey like you know i you know, i know myself i can do you know i could put 15 hours towards something you know before you know i'm really just maxed out and everyone's different right 40 hours a week might be pushing it whereas somebody else might be like hey i'm 60 hours in and i'm ready to put in another 20 right so everyone's different this is a good opportunity you know for some self-reflection self-assessment there and in terms of determining you know what's going to work for you it's probably a recurring theme that you're picking up on if, if you've been a regular listener of the podcast is you know i'm a big proponent of consistent constant objective as objective as possible um you know self-analysis right it's just really truly understanding yourself because if you tell yourself hey i could spend you know 30 hours a week doing this and you know like okay you're really only gonna be able to do five and if you only put in five hours it's never going to materialize in anything well then you, you know you're destined to fail from the get-go right you just you handcuffed yourself you you're overextending your capabilities and you know you're it's not going to go well not that i think it's a bad thing to push yourself and and overextend sometimes but if you're going to do it you know like you, you know you need, need to do it sustainably and realistically so like i was saying in my example if you're thinking you're going to commit 30 hours beyond your you know 40 hour a week job meanwhile you know that like mustering you know you could you could do five hours and it's a stretch to get to 10 well you know just again kind of do a critical evaluation there are a few more kind of thought-provoking questions you know more related to each to either lane that you're that you're looking to to go down right so on the money side of things naturally it comes down to you know what do you what do you need and kind of what trade-offs are you willing to accept right so if we're going the money route then we're you know assuming that that income is is priority number one it's a requirement and it's really you know what you're pursuing there so at that point in time then it becomes about okay you know how much what's the most i can generate with you know the least amount of time or energy whatever that might be so i think it's important to think through what kind of jobs are you willing to accept right there, i mean there's a whole whole host of jobs out there like it's it's crazy you can look at job boards or just you know if you really just step back and think about all the different industries and the you know the logistics of life like there's a million different things right so think about what jobs you're willing to take on is there something that you know you're just not qualified for you just couldn't handle like you know if you worked 40 hours a week and then worked construction saturday sunday like would you do that it's just again it comes back to kind of that critical self-analysis and then another idea to consider is you know with your side hustle is cash truly kind of is it what you need or would there be other benefits that would be worthwhile for you that kind of have an indirect impact on your income? So good example of this is I had a buddy of mine from college who, you know, got a, you know, was working 40 or 50 hours a week at a, at a company out here um, right out of the gate. But, you know, he was looking at, you know, wanting to do kind of something else, generate a little bit of money, but also, you know, kind of give them you know some nice benefits on the side so he actually picked up a job as a as a janitor at uh, i believe it was a yoga studio but think about like a fitness center right so sure he made a, you know i think he worked maybe only like four hours a week right nothing crazy so you know making 
probably you know, 40 to 60 bucks a week. Um, keep in mind out here in California, the minimum wage is a little bit different. So if four hour, getting 60 bucks for four hours seems like a lot to you, um, kind of just <laughs> depends on where you're located, right? Um, so it wasn't really about the money, right? A couple hundred bucks a month. I mean, sure, that's solid, but you know, nothing life-changing. But the nice thing was, you know, he got unlimited free access to, you know, the classes there. So I, I can't remember exactly the pricing, but I think it was probably like 200 bucks a month for a limited membership, or it's like 30 bucks a class, one of those type things. So he was able to go like four or five times a week for free beyond, you know, and then, you know, all he had to do was work a few hours, you know, cleaning different locker rooms and whatnot for, you know, a few extra bucks. So that's where I'm kind of getting at there of like, you know, would trading time for a free gym, gym membership be valuable for you? Maybe, maybe not. Something to consider. Um, and then, you know, when it comes down to it, overall, like where, where do you want to put that money, right? So you're working the side job, side hustle, doing, you know, whatever that is, making some money, you know, do you have a clear plan of where you want to apply it towards? Are you saving it? Are you building that emergency fund? Are you paying down debt? You know, paying off credit cards, um, or you know, building towards some sort of big purchase, dream vacation. Who knows what it might be? Right? I think it's always good to have kind of clear financial goals so you know where you're you're directing your money. And then let's say you go down kind of the the passion the passion route, right? You're looking to gain just different experience, try out new things. Um, honestly, I think the first question you should ask yourself is, are you able? and or you know willing to lose money doing it right so take my woodworking example um, from a few minutes ago um, so you know to get started like obviously you're gonna have to buy a lumber um, which is sky high right now you can kind of disregard that piece but you're gonna need tools right you're gonna need some power tools like if you're starting from scratch probably gonna need to spend a few hundred dollars just you know building up your own you know kind of arsenal of tools there so you might spend, you know, say three or five hundred bucks on that equipment and you might never make a dollar from it. Right. So it's like, are you comfortable? You know, can you spend that money and be OK with, you know, not making it back? Another thing, and we've already kind of gone through this, but it's, you know, can you sustain your normal workload um, while while doing this? Right. So I think it's when it comes to the money aspect, I think it makes it easier to sustain yourself, right? Because you know, it's like, hey, I have a guaranteed you know, paycheck. I know I'm going to get an extra, you know, 400 bucks a month. And, you know, that's when you reach this goal. So, yes, I can power through. When it comes to just the pursuing, you know, personal interest, you don't have, you know, again, you're going after kind of that satisfaction rather than a monetary benefit. And so for some folks that might be more, um, more empowering, more motivating than a paycheck, um, I think for most, though, typically you could muster up a little bit more energy and motivation when you're, you know, you're going to make some cash for your efforts. So, you know, you also want to make sure, like, you're not affecting your main work, right? Like, if you're doing, say you're picking up a side hustle where you're losing money, well, then you sure as heck better not be, you know, endangering your, you know, income-producing job to pursue that. So definitely something to stay cognizant of. And then I think another another thing to ask on a routine basis is like, am I still enjoying this, right? So are you, you know, you're pursuing something out of you know, personal interest? It's, it's something that you're curious about, you wanna learn more? Great, 
definitely encourage that, you know, all day. Um, but I think it's important to, you know, step back on a routine basis and say like, Hey, like, is this worth investing my time? Am I getting that personal satisfaction that I was really craving or, or striving for? And if not, then maybe it makes sense to, you know, close up shop and kind of move on to something else. Like, I think that's the problem that we have, you know, a lot in society is like, oh, you need to know exactly what you're doing. You need to fully invest in it and you need to, you know, have it all dialed in, you know, when you're 20 years old for the rest of your life. And that's just garbage. The only piece of that that I would take is like when you invest in something, fully invest in it, right? So whatever, if that's your, you know, you're super passionate about woodworking, like certainly go all in on that. And then maybe three months down the road, step back and say, hey, am I really enjoying this? Like, am I going somewhere with it? You know, it's just constantly, again, going back to that constant self-assessment um, and just making sure that you're aligning yourself with, you know, what's, what's actually going to kind of sustain you in the long run and give you energy from the work that you're doing. So that's generally, you know, kind of how I lay out side hustles and, and my thought process on, on the approach, right? So I mentioned at the beginning how there's some pretty brutal misconceptions out there um, of just what side hustles are and kind of what you stand to gain from them. And I just wanted to debunk some of those myths while, you know, we're on the topic. And so one thing that I see, you know, it's, I think the, the Instagram algorithm must have gotten dialed into me because it's, you know, now I see a lot of stuff in the discovery section about, you know, these investing accounts or finance accounts where people are like, oh, do this, like, look at all these, like, look at the returns over these years, or like, here's, look at cryptocurrency, like all these different things, right? And, you know, just as a disclaimer there, a lot of that's noise, okay? It's, it's you know, there's always some nuggets that you can pull from different resources, but I mean, some of the stuff I see on there is just not good. So always, you know, be discerning when reviewing that. But I think the thing that <laughs> the thing that really aggravates me the most is like you see people post about side hustles or picking up, you know, second jobs, whatever it might be. And they just label it as this like life changing, easy cash cow. Right. Like for the last year, it's been day trading. Right. Or, you know, just getting it, you know doing something else like i think that the post that drive me up a wall is it'll be like oh you know a hundred thousand dollars is you know i can't remember say three hundred dollars a day right and then it's like how do you earn three hundred dollars a day oh uh sell a ten dollar ebook to 30 people sell a one dollar app to 300 it's like sell one three hundred dollar course to somebody like what does that even mean? Like, I, I can make that up out of thin air, right? It's like, oh, you want to make a million dollars a year? Like, just uh, just sell $20 million homes and collect a commission on them. Yeah, just sell 15 Ferraris. Um, yeah, it, it's that easy, guys. That's what, like, I hate that it's portrayed like that. That's so easy. Like, you think about the whole, you know, sell a $1 app to 300 people. Okay, well, then you better know how to, you know, cr you need an idea, you have to code, you have to develop, you have to, you know, create that app, you have to get it approved, it gets published, then you have to get enough visibility on it. I'm certainly not saying that's not possible. I mean, that's how a lot of the greatest companies out there today started. It was some small idea and building into something more, right? 
but it's just not as easy as like, oh, sit down and, and write an ebook and then you're instantly gonna, you know, be able to sell it to 30 people a day on an unlimited basis and just collect mailbox money, right? So it's not an easy cash cow. It's not, oh, I just, you know, start doing it and money appears, right? And that's where I think people get in the trap with like the multi-level marketing stuff, the pyramid schemes, like money, you know, money doesn't just appear, right? It requires hard work, sacrifices, and you actually have to add value to people's lives. It's not just like, oh, like here's this gimmick and then you make you know, a ton of money off of it. And then the next thing in this, you know, this also kind of crosses over into society at, at, at large, but you know, people misrepresent their success online. And I've seen this a ton in kind of the financial like the trading communities particularly on instagram the thing is you know if you want some decent you know, i'm not gonna you know, not gonna endorse anything but you can at least like on twitter review some things and you kind of review technical analysis that people do and and it's you know just just a tool it shouldn't be kind of your your guiding light of course but there's at least you could find some substance on there instagram to me is just it's a bunch of garbage but that's usually where you see you know, people like posting up all their success, right? It's just social media as a whole is just everyone's personal highlight reel, but it, it gets worse when it comes to side hustles. People are like, oh, like, look how much money I made. I saw there was some, <laughs> there was a great Twitter account that was mocking, um, you know, trade like TikTok traders, right? Of people who are like, oh, yeah, like, here's like, here's how well I'm doing. And there was this video where the guy was basically saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, I fund my whole life based on trading and it's like my whole approach is, you know, I just buy stocks when they're low and then, you know, I watch them go up and then, you know, I decide I start selling them when they start going back down. And like, I can understand like oversimplifying, you know, things or just simplifying concepts to make them relatable and squeeze them into a limited time frame. But the complexity of trading and operating in the stock market compared to that description is so so brutal i mean it's like you're gonna have you know high school kids that watch that and think oh like all i have to do is put money in it automatically goes up and then just take it out like it's not it's not that it's not easy and people can represent that online and it can lead lead you into a tough spot so you know i disregard kind of the talk and the bluster that people throw out there it's going to come down to you know the effort that you put in to generate the results that you want so that's really my tangent there um thanks for bearing with me but i think it's important you know those are important things to be said there you know you really temper your expectations don't don't take people at face value online um particularly when it comes to anything you know financial related and that, that includes this podcast and kind of other resources i put out right i hope you would you know kind of challenge it think through what i say and pull out parts that you agree with and throw away things that you don't of course i'm always happy to you know start a conversation always up for you know friendly debates and it's good because that's that's a good way i don't want to go on too many tangents but debates are good because it challenges what you believe it challenges what the other person believes and it's just an opportunity to see a new perspective right so you don't have to force somebody like you know force them to agree with you where you win the argument no it's really just about hey can we both critically evaluate each other's position and you know have a deeper understanding and appreciation for that um, 
So that applies to a lot more, but I'm not going to go any further than that. So, you know, as we talked about, I think side hustles are, are great overall when you have the right expectations, right? So understanding what your main goal is, are you pursuing, you know, money first, is that a requirement? Or are you just picking up a side hobby and just looking to see, hey, like if I picked up this, you know, do this, this passion project, you know, could I find a real need and then really grow that into something down the road? Um, but it's also important to you know understand what resources you're willing to commit to it. So again, going back to time, energy, money, um, doing so in a way that's not going to you know negatively affect kind of your your main position, main occupation, right? You know there there could there could come a point in time which this is always a scary juncture. You hear entrepreneurs talk about it all the time, where you know there that you have to take that leap of faith, right? Table that thinking until you get to that juncture, right? Until you get to the point where it's like, I really do need to spend 40 hours at this if I really want to turn this into something. Out of the gate, you know, just just focus on kind of quietly building it on the side and then seeing if, if things materialize from there. Um, and then, you know, lastly, as I said, regularly do self-assessments. Check in with yourself, see how you're doing. Are you continuing to enjoy, you know, whatever whatever projects you're working on, side job you're working? Um, which, you know, again, if the priority is on money, then, you know, the enjoyment piece is, might be a distant second and you might just kind of power through it. But, you know, if it is something that you're just doing out of personal interest, then make sure you're still interested in it, right? That, that probably makes logical sense, but it seems, you know, you can get so caught up in the moment that you might not, you know, think about it at the time. So, you know, ideally, you know, you turn your, your side hustle into what kind of I consider the dream scenario, right? So, Finding something that, you know, starting with something that you really enjoy, right? At the time, you know, you probably have a relatively, you know, stable life situation that you may or may not enjoy. Hopefully, you mostly enjoy it. Um, but then, you know, ideally, you start picking up, you know, you're, you're doing some work outside of stuff that you really enjoy, kind of figuring out what you like, you know, what's, what's the need out there, what kind of value can you add, and then eventually growing that into kind of your main, your main role. I mean, how cool would that be if, you know, say you're working a job you hate, you decide, hey, I'm going to pick up woodworking and, you know, you start small, you're making a few bucks here and there. You're just really loving what you do and eventually you get to the point where, you know, you're able to make a living out of it. And now you can, you know, get out of the job that you hate and, you know, move on to doing something that you enjoy. So that to me would be, you know, kind of the dream scenario. And, you know, if that's the route that y'all are looking at, I hope that's something that comes to fruition, you know, for you too. Definitely. You know, my encouragement is like, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt, you know, your innovations. Um, of course, you know, source feedback from people around you. You know, make sure that you really are providing a solution for a pain point or a problem that's out there. Um, but you know, overall, you know, if you're pursuing something out of passion, you know, just just enjoy the ride. You know, enjoy enjoy doing something that's going to bring you satisfaction, and hopefully, it's a good way of kind of breaking up what could be, you know, potentially the monotony of, of your everyday life. That really covers it for me. I really appreciate y'all joining in. As always, hopefully you found this conversation, you know, in, insightful, thought-provoking, helpful. Um, again, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in side hustles. I think if you, you know, scrap all the ridiculous nonsense you see on social media and hear people bragging about and actually get down the brass tacks there, there's so much good that it can do, you know. If you're if you work a side job and you're throwing an extra five hundred bucks, 
you know, a month into your investment account, guess what? You know what? You're, you're, you in 30 or 40 years is going to be very excited and very happy that you did. So, um, yeah, as always, you know, looking forward to kind of our next conversation, next episode, you know, hopefully, like I said, back to the, the weekly schedule here. But, um, you know, if you enjoyed today's topic, definitely, um, you know, go ahead, subscribe, follow the podcast. Would love for, you know, leave a review, love any feedback on that front. Um, you know, of course, you can find the Capital Adulting website um, or, you know, just email me at grant at capitaladulting.com um, if you have any questions or, you know, anything that I can help clarify. Um, and then, you know, you can always find me on social media, a mix of different handles, but generally you can look at for like Grant Gardner 3, Grant Gardner 43, something along those lines. Um, and like I said, definitely don't hesitate to reach out with any questions, but Thank you all for your time, and until next week, take care and stay safe.